At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Well, hello, veggie lovers, and welcome to the last episode of Veggie Doctor Radio. Welcome to Veggie Doctor Radio. I am your host, Dr. Yami, board-certified pediatrician, certified lifestyle medicine physician, certified health and wellness coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, and human being. I passionately believe in the power of diet, habits, and mindset in sparking and sustaining well-being and joy in our lives. This podcast combines expert interviews and thoughtful monologues to explore plant-based nutrition, lifestyle medicine, parenting, mindset, and other exciting and fun topics. I hope that these episodes inspire you, uplift you, and equip you with the knowledge and tools to live your best life. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Obviously, I have some pretty big news, but don't worry. I also have some good news, but you're going to have to listen to the entire episode to hear the good news. First of all, I hope that you had a very plantastic holiday season and that your 2024 is off to an amazing start. As you may know, I love the new year. I love setting goals. I love that fresh start feeling, that blank slate to create, manifest what you want. So I'm going to tell you what's going on in my life with the podcast and what's to come, what's coming in the future. So 2023 was a really big year for me. I know that I've given you little bits here and there, but it was a huge leap of faith. So I moved into a new office space. I am still a practicing pediatrician. I see patients five days a week, even though they're not all full days. And I went from a space that was two exam rooms and approximately 1,100 square feet to one that is six exam rooms and 4,000 square feet. So a few months before we made the move, I also hired a physician assistant. That was a huge big deal that I didn't know if it was going to work out. There was just so many unknowns, so many fears and anxieties. And then she arrived and I realized, oh no, we need more space and we need it fast. And That's when I began the search and found an amazing space. The address is 1111, which I took as a sign and it was a full build out. So my brain was just full of all those details of starting up again, which is a lot. It's a lot to think about, even though I love it so much. If you've ever built a house or you've ever built out a commercial space, you know that there's just so many things to think about. And I love making decisions but it wears on you. It's exhausting. But the biggest thing about all of it was that I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to afford it. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it all work. I hadn't 
ever done something like this before. I knew that my overhead was going to increase big time because my rent's going to increase. I had to hire another office staff, another medical assistant, and everything, all the costs were just going up. And plus, when you move into a new space, there's just so many costs associated with that. New furniture you have to buy, you have to decorate it. And for those of you that have been to my office, you know that I love I love it. I want it to look beautiful. I want it to just feel great for everybody and just be at its best. So I had to make really big leaps of faith. And it really did feel like that. I recorded an episode about how it felt like I was feeling like I was standing on the edge of a cliff and I was being asked to jump and have faith that it was all going to be okay. But there was a part of me that thought, okay, I'm just probably going to fall to my death with this leap of faith. So it was it was a lot. We moved in to the new office the end of February 2023. We were excited. I was terrified. It was a big stretch for me financially. And my dear husband, who is an accumulator archetype. For those of you that know about money archetypes, you'll know what that's about. But his number one archetype is accumulator. Mine is alchemist. So it makes for a very interesting pairing. So he was stressed about it because he was asked to also sign the lease as like the backup. I forget what that's called. I guess it's standard when you're married. So anyway, he was like, are you sure this is going to work? And, you know, I was like, yes, I'm going to do everything I can to make it work. Even if I have to quit seeing patients at Nourish Wellness and go take a moonlighting job just to pay for the lease, I can make it work. So I was committed to making it work, but I was really, really scared. And then about a few weeks later, a couple of weeks later, we opened the studio, which is my multi-purpose teaching space, where I opened with four yoga teachers teaching five classes a week, just one class per day, five days a week. I also taught my first nutrition class and I had really big plans for the studio and how to grow it and what I want to see in it because the new Nourish Wellness, Nourish Wellness 2.0, I want to make sure it had all the space to become like a mini lifestyle medicine center. So have, of course, the pediatric care, but also have the place where people can be educated on nutrition and lifestyle and also practice lifestyle behaviors like yoga, meditation, community, all of those things. And also what's coming in a few months is that Vita Health Bar, which is a plant-based juice bar. They do smoothies and acai bowls and raw tacos, which are amazing. They're going to be moving in in a few months. So that build out is happening right now and it's all going to be part in the same complex. So I'm super excited about that. So that was a big stretch. And then in June, my family and I, we traveled to Italy and my husband is an amazing vacation planner. He just plans the most amazing trips. He loves it. It's like a hobby for him. So we don't have to do anything except for pack our bags and go, which is like the best thing ever. Anyway, he he planned 
this incredible trip to Italy. Now, going to Italy was on my bucket list and I really wanted to go, but I had no clue that I was going to fall in love with Italy. By the way, this past summer, I feel like everybody went to Italy. So if you went to Italy, I hope you enjoy it as much as we did. I loved Rome. It was just so great. I disconnected my physician assistant. She took all the call while I was gone. So I was really able to just disconnect and enjoy the time with family and, and just really have a blast. And it was just so beautiful and magical. Italy is just such a great place. Well, when I got back from the trip, trip, something felt off and it just didn't feel right. And I just started slipping into a depression, but it wasn't like a depression that I had experienced before because it didn't seem to make sense because everything was going well. It didn't seem situational. And I just had this really heavy sadness and hopelessness. And I just felt directionless and I was crying nearly every single day. I mean, it was really dramatic y'all. And I've had depression several times in my life, but this felt really dramatic. So you know, I wasn't sure what to do. I was trying to optimize my lifestyle, but I knew that something was off. Well, one thing that happened in July, I was going to tell you basically the timeline of my whole year. Hope you're up for it. It's too late because you're already into it. In July, I was inspired to sign up for my first Ironman 70.3, which is a half Ironman. This has been on my bucket list for like 10 years, but I didn't feel, it felt like one of those things on my bucket list, like, oh, if a miracle happens, maybe I'll do it, but I'm not sure if I'll be able to do it. I'm not sure if my body can handle it. That's a big commitment. Well, I have a friend that I met through the studio. She is a cousin to one of the instructors and I got to meet her and get to know her and she's completed several half Ironmans and she's just such a beautiful soul and just so inspiring and so positive. And for some reason, I just felt like if she could do it, I could do it. So I talked to her about it. She's like, oh yeah, you could totally do it. And she was super, super relaxed. Anyway, it wasn't until later that I found out that this lady that seems super chill and, and whatever, first of all, she has like a super high pain tolerance and she's completely badass. So hopefully I'll be able to do this Ironman, but I signed up for it. And now I'm signed up for three half Ironmans, May, June, and September of 2024. So to be continued. I'll tell you more about that. I also had to start to learn how to swim freestyle for the first time in my life, which has been an experience. It's still an experience. I still don't love it. So to be continued on that one also. So then my birthday came along, which is in August. And around the time of my birthday, I always feel like it's a reset. And I decided to go out in nature for a couple of days by myself and just spend time out there. I went to a place where I didn't even have cell phone reception, spent several hours for a couple of days back to back and just reflected. And I felt like it was time to make some big, hard decisions. And one of the decisions I made at that time was to pause Veggie Doctor Radio indefinitely. At the time, it felt like a practical decision. And I'll tell you that the reason it felt like a practical decision is because it financially is a very big investment to continue and to maintain this podcast. It actually costs quite a bit of money and of course, a lot of time. And I started having the feeling that I was being selfish and wasteful by continuing the podcast because it's like a really expensive hobby and a really expensive hobby that I can't afford because if I'm going to make a confession, something that I am I still feel a lot of shame about and it's still something that affects me is that 
since I've been doing these things, hiring a new provider and the move, I haven't paid myself a salary. So it's been probably 18 months or more that I've actually paid myself a salary. And I'm so grateful because I have a husband who makes a good income and can support me and the kids. And we've done, we've made some really amazing decisions since we started working. And it's put us in a place that has allowed us to be financially flexible. But y'all know I work really hard and I felt like I deserved to make an income and I wanted to make it work so that I can make an income and start contributing to the family again. Because as a working woman that does a lot of great things, I felt like that's something I wanted to do. So as I looked at the numbers and was, you know, just evaluating things, I felt like the podcast has to go. It's not practical. It's not earning any money. It's, it's selfish. That's what I was thinking. It's selfish to have this podcast. So I'm telling you, um, more tears, more crying, more heartbreak. I felt like someone in my family had died and I was so sad, but I said, okay, I'm going to make this decision. I broke the news to my podcast producer and we made plans to shut it down. We had a good cry together um, and it just felt really, really horrible. And then I got even more depressed and I just felt so deflated. I felt like I didn't have anything to look forward to. Okay. I'm going to admit I'm dramatic. Okay. I am, I am, but this is just how, how it went. Okay. In the midst of that, I, I surrendered and I gave my full trust to the universe. And I said, okay, just whatever needs to happen. I'm here for it. Just guide me show me the way, and I'm willing to do the work. Something that's really interesting is ever since I was little, I've always had a hard time with that surrender because I've always felt that I'm not capable. It's going to be too hard. Whatever my mission is, whatever my purpose is, it's going to be too hard. I'm not going to have any control, whatever I'm guided to do, and I'm just not going to be able to do it. But finally, for the first time in my life, I'm just like, yeah, just show me the way and and I'll just put the work in and I'll do it. And that's what I did. I just surrendered and miraculously interesting things started happening. First of all, I started earning money on the podcast on Veggie Doctor Radio. And then random people who I didn't even know, like at the grocery store and the parking lot would come up to me and thank me for the podcast, tell me how much they loved it, how they listened to every single episode, how much has impacted their lives. And then I started to realize maybe it's more important than I think it is. Maybe it's not just for me. Maybe it's not so selfish. So then in October, I was a speaker at the PPOD conference, Plant-Based Prevention of Disease in Newark, New Jersey. By the way, I'm also going to be speaking at the PPOD conference in June of 2024 in Raleigh, North Carolina. And they listed me as a keynote speaker, which I feel a little bit like I'm going to vomit because, you know, imposter syndrome. Anyway, I'd love it if you came and if you can't come, they do have the virtual option, but I'm going to be talking about plant-based nutrition for children and is it safe? Hopefully you know the answer to that because you listen to Veggie Doctor Radio. So in October, 
I was still feeling pretty low. So now it's like three months that I've been depressed and crying every day and just feeling like, you know, so I wasn't feeling great about going to talk at the conference because I didn't feel like I was at my best. I didn't feel like I was enthusiastic. I felt really low, but I needed the CME. And because I was being funded to go speak at this conference. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to do the best I can, put my best foot forward and go speak at this conference and meet people and all this stuff. It had been a long time since I had been to an in-person conference. The name of my conference, the name of my talk at the conference was Navigating Body Size in Children, A Balanced Approach for Health and Well-Being. And it went great. My talk went great. Um, the audience was wonderful. The people there were amazing. There were so many newbies there that had never been to a plant-based conference that had just discovered plant-based nutrition, that had just discovered lifestyle medicine. And I literally felt like it was some kind of like infusion, like somebody put IVs into me and just infused me with energy and enthusiasm and love. And I literally, it's like, Again, I know I'm dramatic, but it's true. Like I literally felt transformed at that conference. And it's just what I needed. I also got to meet Vasanto Molina in person. And she is such a gift. Uh, hope you heard her episode a few episodes back. She's so wonderful. And I get to see her in Vancouver, BC in a few months in June. And I was just so inspired by what everybody is doing around the country, particularly the amazing strides they're taking in New York City with plant-based nutrition and lifestyle medicine. And I was like, I have to be part of this. I have to be part of this. This is what I'm here for. I have the passion. I I deserve to get to do this. And I just got so fired up. So that's when I made the decision. Okay, I can't give up. I'm going to do everything I can to continue to inspire and empower people. And I just have to make it work. I just have to figure out a way to make it work. And I'm smart enough to do it. And I also decided that I'm not going to give up on myself anymore, that I have to believe in myself. And I think that's important for you too. You're your own best friend and there's nobody in the world that's going to be able to force you to feel a certain way. You have to be your own biggest cheerleader. You cannot give up on yourself. You have to believe in yourself and really tune into your body. And when things just aren't feeling right, when you feel like you're going in the direction that isn't right, just sit with it, sit still with it and talk to it and figure out what's going on and be your own best friend. That's what I took from that. And I, I also realized that what you believe is what you create. Belief is so powerful. You have to believe that you can achieve your dreams, that you can reach your goals, because if you don't believe it, you're not going to. You have to believe it. And it literally builds the physical world around you, which I'm going to do a podcast episode on this, but it's not just the beliefs, the, the thoughts aren't just in our head. The thoughts create physicality. Like it creates the world around you. It creates emotion. It creates health and well-being and empowerment and all of these things. So I decided I wasn't going to give up on myself anymore. I also got on hormones and I'll probably talk more about that at some point, but perimenopause has hit me hard, y'all. So I think part of all this was all of these things and also perimenopause. So 
I decided, you know, sometimes we're just so privileged and we live in this time where we can use pharmaceuticals to live our best lives and it's okay to do that. Okay. So it helped me. It has helped me a lot. And then the other change I made was to embrace myself and my personality and my desires at this stage of my life and to change my perspective on the journey of achieving my dreams and goals. So instead of it feeling like it's this difficult path where it's just hard stuff and I just have to work so hard, I decided to start saying the mantra and writing the mantra. I enjoy the journey of achievement and growth. And actually now I've changed it to, I am thrilled by the journey of achievement and growth because that's where the fun is. The fun is in the pursuit. The fun is in the day-to-day. The fun is in the moment. And that's really helped me a lot. I don't want it to feel like this joyless, stressful trudge um, when I'm spending the majority of my life doing these things. So reaching the summit is fleeting and the climb is what takes the most time. So I decided that I'm going to enjoy the climb. So now I'm back to believing that it's fun and fulfilling to climb to the summit, even if I never reach the summit. And I got back from the conference, had so much energy and I was on fire. I was ready to do things. And I also learned that it's important to have other people that are part of this journey. I can't just do it all by myself. So I enlisted help. We actually restarted the plant-based group here. It was called Vegetarians of Yakima. It's now now called Plant Powered Yakima. I asked the Plant Powered New York City Metro um, people if that was okay if we use kind of like the same name, and they said go ahead. And it's been it's been really great. So back to the podcast. I decided that I wanted to continue the podcast, but as I contemplated the podcast over the next few weeks, I just started getting this nudge from the universe that I had about a year ago. It's been a little over a year that I got this very strong urge to create a different podcast that had a little bit of a different direction a more inclusive, expansive direction. And then I thought, well, maybe I can have two because that's my brain, like just do more. But I know I can't. I know I don't have time because I'm seeing patients five days a week. I'm doing all these other things. I'm managing a yoga studio, you know? So I just started getting that nudge more and more that it was just time to rebrand the podcast and go in a different direction. And even though it feels like another leap of faith, because I'm afraid, I'm afraid that you're all going to leave and not want to listen to my podcast anymore, or that it's going to be for nothing, or I'm going to, it's not going to be as good. I decided that I'm just going to pay attention to that intuition and that nudge because it wouldn't leave me alone. And I just kept being obsessed by it. And so, Even though I feel like there has been a sort of a death because Veggie Doctor Radio is ending, the the time, the life of Veggie Doctor Radio is over. It's been a great run, but now there has been a birth of a new podcast. So here we are. I'm saying goodbye to Veggie Doctor Radio and 
as of this recording, Veggie Doctor Radio has been in existence for six years and four months. We've published 319 episodes. A lot of those have been like extra episodes, so they don't have their own unique numbers, but it's been 319 episodes total. I've had the honor of interviewing 255 amazing guests. We've had over 1,120,000 downloads in 98 countries. We've been featured in Veg News, PETA, Veganuary, and more. And it's been a great run. And it's hard to let go. I Like I said, it feels like I'm letting go of something precious and beautiful, but it's time for a shift and it's time for an expansion. And I know that some of you may not be happy about the change, but there's one thing I want to make sure is crystal clear. I'm still vegan. I still eat a plant-based diet and I plan to continue to highlight that as a topic on my show. Plant-based nutrition and lifestyle medicine are the core topics that I'm very passionate about. And I will still continue to talk about those topics on the show, but I feel like one of my gifts is to see the upstream, to see the problems, the blockages, the obstacles upstream. And I started to feel a little pigeonholed by the title Veggie Doctor Radio, even though I kind of gave myself the title Veggie Doctor. I'm not really even sure when I did that because I can't remember, but I felt like I wanted to shed that as part of my identity to adopt a broader perspective. I want to explore deeper topics and things that may not be even completely scientifically validated. And I know that that makes a lot of y'all uncomfortable because I've gotten your emails, but can still inspire and promote well-being and joy and give us a reason to be our best while we're here on earth. So Veggie Doctor Radio is on the way out, but I Am Human has arrived. And I'm going to talk about what it means to be human, the experience of being on this earth, navigating challenges while doing what we can to live out our dreams and desires and what we feel is our purpose. I also feel like there's so many of us that are so passionate about serving and helping others, yet we're not caring for our human bodies. And at the end of the day, that means that we're not doing our best to serve those around us. We have to take care of our bodies. We have to do that self-care so that we can preserve our human bodies so we can be here for longer to experience the longevity. And if we learn more about how to care for our bodies, we can increase our chances of contributing even more, of experiencing more, of enjoying more, of exploring, of just being here with those people that we love. because. It's such a miracle to be a human in the world right now. So although it may seem like it's a big change, it just feels more aligned to where I am at this stage of my life and career. And it just feels like a freedom. And I highly value authenticity. And I want to be able to present my full self and be my full self and be comfortable expressing that to you and conveying to you what I feel could be also helpful to you as it is to me. So if it doesn't resonate with you, I understand, but I'm really hoping that you stay around and continue this journey with me. I believe in myself. I believe in my team. 
We're going to do everything we can to grow this podcast and spread the message of health, well-being, longevity, and joy. And I hope that you stay with us for this ride. Even if you don't, I appreciate the time that you've given, the attention that you've given to the podcast for subscribing, for rating it, for promoting it, for telling all your friends and family. And I'm going to make this even better for you and for all the humans around you in your life. So I appreciate you. I thank you for being here episode after episode. My name is Yami and I am human.